I did not see the guy, but I heard shots fired, and I feel the cops driving. Right, I just called you guys to notify you. I heard shots fired. I did not see the guy, but I heard shots fired. What's up? I'm Jeff Weiss, a nomad. And I'm no can do, a vagrant. <laughs> and this is Shots Fired, a podcast about hip-hop and traveling the country in a boxcar, the hobo lifestyle. What's going on? Yeah, I was referencing that. That was a that was a subtle Saphir reference, but I'm glad you. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the have you heard the Saphir remix to lifestyle? Lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hobo Junction and Rich Homie Quan come together for the song that you won't forget. Do you? Do you some so like we uh we did pick songs of the year for Fashion the Life, and like we were kind of like arguing over it, like what should be the song of the year. And, like, I kind of, we kind of had to do, I think, Lifestyle, because it makes me cry, but happy at the same time. Like, do you ever, like, get drunk, and, like, you'll hear Lifestyle out, and, like, you'll have, like, a good uh, moment uh, in your life, um, and then you're like, I'm not going uh, to weep, but I feel as though I should. Well, Lifestyle was, like, how the same effect that Duffel Bag Boy had on Cat Williams, you know? <laughs> like, one of those things, <laughs> Like, you're just like, oh, my God, this is this is everything, but it's nothing. Like, it's, like, lifestyle truly is, like, like a one-size-fits-all song, you know? It doesn't matter what you did. Like, literally, you could have had no struggles in your life, but you'll create some kind of idiotic struggle that you've been through. Yeah. You know? And, you know, everybody, everybody deserves a song like that because if you're... You know, let's say you're working at the post office, right? Yeah. Which is actually a really hard job. And actually a really good job in today's difficult economy where benefits are harder to come by than ever before. Exactly. <laughs> and motherfuckers, you know, be like, fuck you, postman, you're late. And people, they get a lot of flack and shit. You know, my grandmother hates when the postman You know, they late. deliver a lot at night now because they, they've cut routes and it's like very difficult to kind of get all the mail delivered in one day. I'm they've pretty cut, sure they cut employees too. They so cut they, a lot of employees. They cut routes. It's hard to get a mailbox in Silver Lake, let me tell you that much. Really? <laughs> it's really hard to find one. Yeah, but continue. Yeah, well, you know, you know, like when, after a stressful day as a postman, if they turn, that, turn on that song... When they ride out and they're their whip and they have their benefits, or if they go to the dentist or some shit like that, yeah. and they play that song, it just makes them feel like, you know, like look at this, like my deductible is ten dollars because I work for the United States government because I did all that shit. I had to deliver all this postal yeah, just po- to get this lifestyle, just to do that. Charles Bukowski was a postman, famous, uh, famous writer. I heard Carl Malone was someone like something like that, right? He was the mailman, <laughs> but I don't think he actually. Del- he was a weird dude though, Carl Malone. He would like go and drive trucks. Like, in the off-season, like, for fun. Like, what kind of trucks? Like, big rigs. Mm-hmm. Because he was, like, like from, like, Hillbilly, Louisiana. Like, he was, like, a real, like... Yeah. And he, like, enjoyed Utah. He was, like, a black man who enjoyed Utah. Like, that's weird. Yeah. You can't even drink in Salt Lake City. You, you have to belong to a club. But imagine if you're, like, a simple country man. You don't want to fucking, like, city... All the fucking city yeah. desires really corrupt you. All the city things corrupt you, so, like, Utah's like a city without that shit. It's true. You gotta leave, you, I mean, Salt Lake City's a city without it. I'll, Have you look, ever been to a strip club in Salt Lake City? Dude, I've never been. There's <laughs> Do one, they exist? There's one on the outskirts. There's gotta be one on the outskirts. That too. someone told, told, us, told us about. By the airport. <laughs> that was really, really, but it's outside of the city limits. That's really, really ratchet, and, like, they want, it's ratchet because, you know, they're You're, so must suppressed. Be such an outcast. Yeah, and I just, I kind of just like, I really wanted to go to it, but to talk we've to never them. had time to do it on a Salt, <laughs> Salt Lake City thing. And that, like, in in my lifetimes touring and shit like that, like, like when everybody was on their ratchet shit, I was like a straight edge young dumbass, a straight edge young like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. And then when everybody was on their fucking, you know, uh, their straight edge like pure wholesome shit, 
I was being ratchet. Yeah. So I never had anybody to go with me, you know? I feel like that's very often been the story of my life. Like, my, like, you know, yeah. bad timing for ratchet for ratchetery. Mm-hmm. Uh, when ratchet when it lines up when you and all your friends are ratchet together, ratchet the ratchet synchronicity then the, the movie the hangover happens it happens every time totally you know um have you been what's what's new in in your world oh man dude just fucking you're on a tour i'm a human pinball uh, <laughs> you know uh i yeah, i went on a, a tour i booked a, a little tour with like uh myself mibs uh mr esquire and then i brought tours uh, Scott along, and then my friend uh, Nietzsche Cortez came and like opened up some shows and a lot of drama, man. Not like a lot of drama happened, not with us, like everybody got along good, but like our San Francisco show got canceled um, because uh, someone got shot at the venue two weeks or no, six people got shot at the venue. Six people? <laughs> yeah, two weeks before. At once. At once, yeah, six people at once, you know? By who? I mean, I have no idea. I don't. And even if I knew, I wouldn't say. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's true. He doesn't say about anything. We'll be having like random conversations and like like random things that like a normal person would have said. Like he, James, was like, no, I can't say anything. I'm like, Why won't you just tell me? We don't do that. My family, we don't have one snitch in our family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We get a beat out of us as a kid. One time, me. Well, let me tell you about this. About this, <laughs> the venue shit. Yeah. But um, they canceled. Well, the SFPD saw our that our tour was called There Will Be Blood. And then they made us change the name of the tour. We changed, or the show. We changed the name of the show, mockingly calling it the There Will Be Love Tour. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and then uh, the police, SFPD, didn't think it was funny, so they canceled the show like two days before the show. So we had to move it to uh, to another venue on a Monday night, on a different yeah. day. And, you know, it was fucked up. But uh, back to the no snitching thing. Me and my cousin... Uh, we both got in trouble. Me and my cousin Mark both got in trouble for uh, stealing uh, basketball cards when we were younger. You know? Oh yeah, you told me this story. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so <laughs> Mark got caught first, and uh, you know, and then he told on me, and then we both got we were both you know there in trouble, and then like we both got in trouble for that, and then Mark got extra punishment for t- telling on me, you know? Yeah. Which is, like, a weird thing, you know? But our family's not criminals or nothing like that, but it was just like, yeah. don't steal, don't steal, but don't snitch on your cousin. Yeah. Don't do it. My family's more like lawyers, where it's like, they are like, special strength is like, okay, you got in trouble. Now, let me teach you how to find the loophole to mm. get you out of this trouble. Yeah. It's so like my horrible brain, that's how it works. Like, any kind of conflict I have, like, yeah. I'm like I'm like a running back, like, searching for a pattern of, like, excuses. <laughs> like, yeah. like, no, well, you see, <laughs> actually, this happened then, so I'm pretty much recused from any kind of culpability. <laughs> like, I did nothing wrong! I did nothing wrong, it says it right here. Like, it doesn't say anything, sir. I'm like, it just does. Mm-hmm. Walk slowly away. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like they can't detain you. We just walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I would have known. Dude, I got... I wish I had known that at various times in my life. <clears throat> I got pulled over. Uh, not pulled over. I moved back to my... Since since we were started recording, maybe I've said this before, but I moved back to my old neighborhood. Yeah. I'm, you know, in South Central again. And um, being a, a young, well-dressed rapper... Or not well-dressed, but, you know, a rapper. I dress like a fucking rapper. Yeah. You, you have know. some sartorial flair. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, 
<laughs> in, in, I've said many white things in this podcast. But that, that, was the, that was the actually the whitest thing I've said in this podcast. I might take it and use it in the song. You Thank should. You. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm walking. To, I'm going to this place called Tom's Junior on Florence in uh, on Florence in Vermont. Mm-hmm. They have fucking huge portions. I'm going to get some carne asada fries. You know. So they got cheese and carne asada oh. nacho fries. Oh, I'm about to have a heart attack. Yeah. I've I already like, gained five pounds since I've been My blood back. pressure is already sending me to the hospital. I fucking walk across the street. It's the middle of the night. No cars except yeah. for one making a left. I walk across the street and, you know, I jaywalk. And then the cops stop me and they pull me over. Oh, yeah. I yeah. saw you tweeting about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got stopped and frisk. And I kind of got like... a. I was like afraid, but not a, I was not afraid, but like I took my time. I like put my food down, and the guy asked me, "Oh, where are you going? What are you doing? Da, 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 da. Are you in a gang? Do you have any tattoos? You know, or you have a weapon on you? All this shit." And I'm like, a part a part of me is like, like uh, like you don't have the right to ask me any yeah, of that. Yeah, it's shit. so dehumanizing. Yeah. yeah, you just give me a fucking jaywalking ticket. Like also like here. fuck your jaywalking ticket. Like that's not a real fucking crime. Yeah, but I was stopped because. Yeah. That was the it was an excuse to stop yeah. me to see if I was in a gang, see to see if I had any. Drugs, yeah. Well, no, no, I don't think. Well, just see if I had guns, drugs, and whatever. But it's really just like I feel like with them, it's just like, you know, it's like fucking, it's like Pokemon. You know, totally. it's like I gotta catch them all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have to catch every. Or like fucking one of those Pokemon. games when you're like Chuck E. Cheese and the yeah. Like, yeah. That's the, also, they're raging assholes who have serious repressed issues. Probably most of them. One of them was yeah. when he when the dude let me. You know the one thing that like the saving grace to yeah. for the dude to let me go. I told him I had a choice to either say that I'm a rapper oh, or yeah. I or I'm a writer. Yeah, and oh, I was yeah. like, oh, I've been writing for the weekly. Yeah, I'm a journalist. Yeah. Oh yeah, they get afraid <laughs> when you say that you're a journalist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best part about being a journalist. It's like people like think I'm like I'm like little I'm like you know obviously a corrupt and depraved journalist who would I'm like I will write negative things about you publicly. <laughs> I will smear your name. What is what is a weapon? I'm for like if you I can't shoot I it? won't get paid to do it at a, at, a, at a, one of the decent places that I write for, but at my own place of ill repute, you, Passion of the Wife, I will say horrible things about you. If you, dude, if you pull out a knife, you better at least cut a radish, my friend. Uh, I believe DMX said that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like DMX's cooking cooking album. If you uh, pull out a knife, <laughs> you better at least cut a radish. <laughs> Uh, DMX was a guy who had, who had to do an album cover. Wasn't it weird, like, looking back at, like, DMX album covers, and you're like, there's, like, a 33-year-old man smeared in blood and grease, on, like, shirtless on the cover. That was a really homoerotic era of rap. Think it was homoerotic? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I do. D- you don't? DMX? What, he was the guy who was, didn't he say, like, uh, what do you say, like, well, he had a he had some lines in there. Well, no, I'm not, like, there's one line. But, Biggie, but, well, yeah, but, and his home, yeah. But, his homeboy's uh, name Lance and Bruce. It was like, <laughs> it was like who were not to you know. That's some like Jamaican shit though. Like Lance, that, Lance Stevenson's pretty, yeah. you know. But fucking, uh, what's pretty bad at basketball. Uh, what's your, what is it? Fucking uh, DMX that motherfucker rip your butthole out of place. Yeah, he would say shit like that <laughs> or like. Like, I, there's, like, I feel like there's, like, so many pause-worthy... I hate the word pause, too. I was thinking about that the other day. It was, like, have you ever, like, say anything and you're, like, you're, like, yeah, I should say... And you're, like, why would anyone think, like... Like, how weird is our society to have to, like, be, like, no, don't worry. Well, because... As though it matters. I mean, that's, that's just some, you know, that's some good old homophobia. Yeah. But it's, like, toned down. Like, we're in the... Yeah. In the fucking modern family era where, like... Yeah. Even pause isn't even offensive to gay guys now. They're just, like, eh, you know... I find pause just more weird than it is offensive. It's like mm. it's just bizarre. Um, 
I never pause anything at this point at all. Yeah, what would be the point? No, not at all. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm not fucking <laughs> a dude, so I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah. last time I checked, last time I checked, never fucked a guy, so yeah, ain't no reason to pause. Yeah, um, it's more like I, I wish there was like a a way I could like pause for womanizing. Like, like, can I, like, have, how do you, like, pause for womanizing? Like, if I say, like, oh, man, you know, like, you know, this bra, bra bought me lunch, but, like, but no, like, no pimp, though, no pimp, though. Like, like, it was, like, you know, like, I just, I was broken. She was helping me out. <laughs> He's like, I didn't fuck her, I didn't fuck her. I didn't fuck her, I didn't fuck her. I didn't fuck her, no, 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 she was cousin. It wasn't like that. Yeah, I think it wasn't like that. It's always like, it wasn't like that. Have you said that? I'm like, no, 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 it's not like that. It's not like that. Yeah, that's... It's not like that. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, but it's like one of those things where when you say it's not like that, it probably is like that. Or it, it definitely it could, could be have like, been yeah, like that. Yeah, it could that. be like that. Maybe it was like that, and it's no longer like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For, For me, it's always like that. <laughs> I didn't know, but you know, she took me out to lunch, and then you know, and I had to give her a dick. It's sort of like R. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like an R. Ke- I, I, do you ever hear R. Kelly's real talk? I feel we've talked about this before. I just like love. I R- love that shit. I, it's like my favorite song because I just love his like loopholes of imagination. It, it appeals to the inner lawyer in me, where like R. Kelly's like thinking of like ways in which he was not guilty. Yeah. Like like where he's like caught at the club. Mm-hmm. With girls after you just had the song "I'm a Flirt" like six songs ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like clearly we know that you're a flirt yeah. and you will fuck any girl, yeah. even if her man goes to the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> you were like, "Was there other guys there?" So it's like, <laughs> yes, there's the offhand chance that maybe all these girls wanted to fuck one of our Kelly's like mm. weed carriers or best in in his case probably basketball rebounders. I can tell I can tell you this, me being. The rapper guy, if I bring my little brother around, yeah, any girl that thought she liked me will immediately like him. Really? <laughs> I mean, not necessarily. Like, a groovy groovy. Because he's buff? Not because <laughs> he's buff, because he's just a nice person. I th- well, you're totally negating the girls like assholes thing, then. True. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yep. <laughs> I went again. <laughs> Law school, here I come. <laughs> So yeah, no. There's, we, there's in the studio, by the way. I'm about to have a, a warm, warm, warm brew. A warm brew. <laughs> <laughs> no Dom Kennedy. Oh shit! I went to a Dom Kennedy show over the break too. <laughs> okay. Um. He he's gotten be- he's gotten better. He's like competent. He's he's fine. I have no no ill will towards Dom Kennedy. Not like a fan, but you know, he already is a nice guy. I'm sure. <laughs> currency said so. Would currency lie? I'm sure he wouldn't. I don't know. I don't think so. Wiz Khalifa told me that Currency was the wise. I go, who's the wisest man you've ever met? He goes, Spitta. I was really? like, we're talking about Currency, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other good Currency anecdote for people who like Currency is that like, when I interviewed Cortez Bryant, because apparently Little Wayne and Currency went to the same high school, and Cortez Bryant, the manager, yeah, yeah. and Mac Main. It was called Mick Main. Isn't Fun it? fact. Really? And uh, yeah, they're like, they're like, yeah. Also, Currency's really Miss Shantae, which I just find really funny. His name is Shantae? His real name is Shantae. That's my little brother-in-law's name. Really? Yeah, Shantae. Yeah. Being a, being a, a, a being man... A guy named... It's like, the, it's like the black person's version of like a, like a Jamie or like a Jordan. 
Yeah, yeah, it definitely it definitely does make you swaggier. You have to do something. Yeah, it makes you it makes you it makes you like smooth. My little yeah. brother-in-law is a very smooth guy. Yeah, um, he would show. They were like he was weird. They're like we didn't really kick it with him much. I was like why not? They're like I don't know. I was like well, how is he weird? He's like he showed up on the first day of school in tenth grade wearing an orange crossing guard outfit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that is so hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Um, what we talk we're talking about something. Uh, what is this episode about again? Well, this is since we've been gone for. Since, since we've been gone. Yeah, since we've been, yeah. I can't breathe for the last. Is that Taylor? Is that Taylor? Who, who, who sings that horrible song? I hate that song. Google. I mean, you hate it. I don't really hate it. I feel it's like that's like one of those songs you hear when you're at the gym and you're just like, oh. Dude, this is what I'm learning about pop songs. Is that they are fucking. Formulas. They're like heat-seeking fucking missiles yeah. for your brain. Yeah. And they're like made to ensure that even if you hate the song, that you will not forget the goddamn chorus. Yeah. And the post and the pre and the tagline and the intro line and every line in between. There's no filler. Like that shit is like it's like Freddie Gibbs, straight killer, no filler. Yeah. They do that shit. They're, like, like atomically dense. Like, there's, like, no space in them. There's, like, no room for, like, anything that I actually like in music. Even if there's space, it is a very, li- uh, uh, how do you say, uh, it's very deliberate. Yeah. Deliberate. Put that here for that amount of time. You know, like, I'm not, I'm not anti-pop in, like, theory. Like, I do like good pop songs, but, like, I just find myself hating almost all of them. Like, the only pop song I can think of that I liked, I liked the Dark Horse song, because, obviously, Juicy J. Yeah, but anything, I like anything Katy Perry. Katy Perry's kind of a fucking beast. You and Kobe Bryant. You know Kobe Bryant's, like, a Katy Perry super fan? I mean, I'm not a Katy Perry super fan. He's a super, he, like, is convinced she's a genius. Because her pen game is kind of retarded. Her pen game? Yeah. Oh, I don't even know if she wrote. Who writes those things? Like she wrote fucking uh black Black Widow for Iggy. Like here, just take Did that. Did she write Black Widow for Iggy? She wrote yeah. She wrote that shit. Like not Rita Ora. Yeah, no, she didn't write that shit. But she was just like, take that, take that. Like she. What do you, th- what do you think about the Iggy? Is that was one of the things that's happened since we're gone? Where do you stand in the the great Iggy Azalea Azalea Banks feud of 2014-15? Uh, I don't really give a. I personally don't. What did you think about? Did you hear Azalea Banks? What Azalea Banks? She's so tight though. She's a great rapper. She's a, she's a great artist. I bet you she is. Look, man, I fucking was at Scribble Jam with, like, in oh, every 05, no, 05, 07. Yeah. It was, like, all fucking white boys by the time I, I went there. And I was, like, the only black dude, you know? And, um, like, I, re- like, I remember talking to my OG Red, like, damn, dude, like, there's only, like, only white guys. And I feel like, you know, like, white guys always win Scribble. And then he was like, you should not think like that, and you should kill them all, fuck color, kill them all, and let God sort them out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, Now you sound like Kendrick Lamar. Huh? Now you sound like Kendrick Lamar. For sure. Like, you know, like, uh, like so you're complaining that, you know, this person gets, gets this happening because they're fucking white. Like, that's not what fucking, that's not what Quincy and Michael did. That's not what James Brown did. Nah, they, they, they just fucking bossed up, and they barred up. That's not what fucking... Who who else is another fucking example of like? Or, yeah, I mean, I that's think not what Kanye Kanye West would bitch It's just about like it. one of those things where it's like, yeah, d- did she benefit from being like a hot white girl? I don't really think she's hot, but like theoretically a hot white girl. I mean, yeah, of she, course, she, big booty, big booty, of course. Big booty makes but you know what? Black or white, like, I mean, you probably do benefit more because <laughs> there's more Banks white people. Has no ass. No, no ass. No ass. No ass. So she's not even in the argument. I Maybe do think Nikki she's cute. Speak. 
cute doesn't no it's like do you like cute i can find a cute bitch anywhere but can i find can i find an ass that makes me want to fucking stop and go wow stop drop <laughs> shut, shut up down up. open up, up stop yeah oh that's yeah. how he's ass rolls you know like nick young really did well with it a young he's from from uh he's from like robertson and like shenandoah okay yeah that's the neighborhood i was living in recently yeah no it's just like i grew up right near there so it was like always like very like uh i was like oh you play ball at robertson park yeah he's doing doing well for, for himself i was like good for you nick young i mean it's cool that he has like a i mean because when she when she like takes off her makeup she looks like just a normal, normal girl. girl she bought him a 62 impala for christmas i i'd love that girl <laughs> yeah dude like, i was like i'm not a fan but i was like eh, you... she bought him a 62 impala yeah that's tight yeah she got her hood pass. She used to record on fucking on Slauson in uh in Ninth Ave with like uh with. Oh, she had her hood pass. Six. I mean, not a hood pass, but she recorded drug. Uh, the, the what's she? She recorded? once was in a bad neighborhood. Huh? <laughs> she once was in a bad neighborhood. But if if you do rap, music she's just in a LA, bad rapper. Is what it comes down to for me. I don't think she's a good rapper. She doesn't have like what. But you know what? I'm also the same person that doesn't really. She she's does a good artist though. <laughs> I like. Are we talking about like an artist with parentheses or, or no? The, like an artist like. Like I signed a, an artist that's gonna make me a lot of money. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like if you're fucking, if you found an Australian broad that I has would, a fat ass that was fucking tall and like pretty, and has fucking a sense of style that fucking rap like Nipsey Hussle's auntie, would you fucking tell everybody? Like, you'd be like, yeah, I got a tight artist. I'm about to make so much bread. <laughs> <laughs> Our next guest on Shots Fired is Ti. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Anyways, Grand hey, hey, Hustle pimp. <laughs> yeah, she was so funny though. She, Isaiah Banks was like going in him because he like tried to step into the middle of the feud, mm-hmm. and like he started using all kinds of big words incorrectly. Yeah. So she posted that old like in Living Color skit. You remember where like Damon Wayans is like in prison where he's like, "We got to philosophize and educate." Yeah. And she posted like a skit of that, yeah. and she's like, "Look at Ch- Ti with his jailhouse vocabulary." Yeah, and you're just like, "Oh." It was Dude, kids are so like well, he's, she's not a kid but like she's young the, the, I I was pretty impressed youth, by her in living color knowledge. No, the youth they have they have all that at the tip of their fingers like they they uh, they don't even have to like joke like you know how like when we had to think of a joke you can just post a link or gif. Yeah, they're like no no no, no the past has a joke for you here. Yeah. You know? Totally. It's crazy. Yeah, we just explained the internet in the last sentence. Um yeah, no, I feel, yeah, I've, I've been doing things, sort yeah, of. Yeah, I didn't even ask. I'm yeah, what are, such a selfish oh, yeah. dick. What have you been doing over this break, man? Um, well, in addition to my normal drug regimen, um, mm-hmm. I, did buy, I did buy acid at 1230 on New Year's Eve, which was, it was like one of those things where you wake up the next morning and you're like, I did buy acid at 1245 in the morning. Did you take that? No, I'm not an insane person. I just <laughs> bought it. It's like, you know, you, it's my retirement acid. I'm going to tell you this. I'm... <laughs> You bought acid more times. I still have two. T- I had two tabs in my freezer, but I like. I might want to take the acid this year, and then I might want acid next year. So mm. I want to have my 2016 acid ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but no, you bought a, a few. So I only took. I took. I take like acid like once a year. Yeah, yeah but I'm, this is maybe the, I've known you for so long that I've known that you. You've know heard me you take acid. acid five or six times. Yeah. Damn. damn. Yeah. Well, it was some weird guy at Gaslamp Killer's party, so was, <laughs> I was like, this is probably the good guy to buy it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was talking about it, and then I was like... Did he have a beard? Yeah, did he ever? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a beard now, which is kind of mm-hmm. unsettling. Kind of like a weird gingery beard. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. This is the winter, man. This is the winter. <laughs> yeah, this is a real cold winter. Yeah, Drop below 60 it's like once 80. this week. It's, yeah, like, it's like 80 now. Yeah. Uh, I did that. 
I interviewed Paul Thomas Anderson, which mm. was super cool. It came out in the Washington Post uh, nice. today, which is Thursday. This will come out probably. He's still stunting on these fools. Yeah, it was it was awesome. I was re- I, he, you know he's honestly somebody that was kind of one of like I don't really have heroes because like, I think heroes are kind of stupid. I certainly don't have musician heroes who are alive. My, all of my, my heroes are dead. All of my heroes are fictional characters. Yeah. Like, uh, like you know, Piccolo and, you know, Sasuke Uchiha. Yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, and Deadpool. So it's all right. All mine are dead. Pretty much they're all dead or, like, because you don't really want to meet a You know what I mean? But, like, I got to meet him. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, you know what? I saw Boogie Nights when I was, like, 16. And uh, I thought that was just the fuck. I didn't even I get how good it was. Dirk Diggler was hilarious. Just amazing. You know he made that? <laughs> he wrote that show when he was 17. Really? He the first draft. It was called The Dirk Diggler Story, the unauthorized biography of Dirk Diggler. And it was, like, a mo- Christopher Guest, like, best in show mockumentary yeah. about porn stars. Yeah. That's how, like, you know, he was doing that shit at 18. He came out, he, he was, like, a short movie in the Valley. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh, you know what? They sent me to the L.A. Athletic Club, you know, this old, like, old money L.A. thing. Like, and it's, yeah. like, such a fucking farce, these press junkets. They have, like, a million, like, they rent out, like, five floors. And, like, there's, like, people on every floor. And they're like, you have 30 minutes. And it's like, okay, I'm to interview, like, the most accomplished director of the last 20 years in 30 minutes. And, like, ask him, like, so, of course, I come in with, like, 30 questions. I ask three. We ended up talking mostly about Thomas Pynchon. Mm-hmm. Not like I'm the biggest Thomas Pynchon fan, but he's... Uh, actually, he made just made a movie called Inherent Vice that comes out, which yeah. is like the most confusing movie ever. Hey, I uh, saw the trailer for it. It's very confusing. It's like no one's gonna understand. Like most people, like unless you've read the book, it's pretty much impossible to fo- follow your way through it. Yeah. I'd read the book, and I didn't even like the book the first time I read it. It wasn't until I read it the second time when I was like, "Oh, I saw what they did there." Actually, this is an amazing book, and this is a great movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he was a really cool guy, and. Uh, just, like, a normal, like, it's just interesting and, like, kind of the one of the points of the story is that, like, it's so weird to interview somebody where you're, like, you're actually a genius. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How many people have you met where you're, like, that guy's actually a genius? I don't think Kanye is a genius. Like, I don't. Like, I think Kanye has, like, flashes of brilliance and he's a really talented guy. But, like, if you talk to Kanye, you're, you, I, I, something tells me I wouldn't be, like, oh, I'm talking to a genius. I just, you know what I mean? Prince probably yeah. is a genius. Why not? Because mm-hmm. he can't express himself in any kind of verbal way and he's, like, not he's not like i don't think he's he's smart but i don't i don't he's a great musician but i I think like genius is like something else like kanye also like doesn't i mean you can be a musical genius and you can be like lead belly there's different kinds lead belly was a fucking that's true goon i just i guess i guess i just don't use the word i guess i don't use the word genius like lightly is my point like there's maybe only 10 people on earth that i would probably consider like a genius and kanye i'd probably consider prince a genius yeah, some, because Prince is like on another fucking planet. You're like, I don't know what is beaming into you, yeah. but you're a genius. Somebody told me that uh, intel, like the definition of intelligence, is a uh, is a uh, how do you say like a, a organism's ability to thrive in its environment, right? And yeah. So what anything that's thriving in its environment at a really really high level, yeah is exhibiting genius or exhibiting high well, I think there's a different type of intelligence, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's not to say, I mean, someone like that is, like, not smart. I just get annoyed when I was like, oh, it's genius, because it, it just means you're infallible. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it's the context. No, of, it doesn't like, mean you're infallible. Well, that's how people interpret it. Of course, it doesn't mean that you're infallible. Yeah, it puts you, you know? in the history books, and yeah, people use the word genius. Just like, so, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, a, like a legend. There's no word that's like, how many of these people are legends? Like, n- none of these people are legends. Mm. Paul Thomas Anderson actually might be a legend, you know? Yeah. When he when all is said and done. And it, but it was cool, because it was like, you meet well, somebody Thing. We get, list off his list off his movies. List Buggy Nights, Magnolia, There Will Be Blood, Punch Drunk Love, uh, 
The Master, Hard Eight, which is his first movie, which is incredible, mm-hmm. and uh, the new one, Inherent Vice, which he adapted. Yeah. But yeah, and he wrote all of those movies with the exception of this one. Well, he wrote this one, but he didn't. It's adapted, yeah. and there will be blood like was like loosely adapted from this old Upton Sinclair book called Oil, but like yeah. they're not really the same book. I, I wonder, like, other than There Will Be Blood and Boogie, Boogie Nights, Magnolia is fucking amazing. Um, the being that it's amazing, being amazing is one thing, but the fact that it didn't penetrate, like, over, like, you know, into the fucking... Why, it's not like a mainstream fuck. movie? Yeah, you know? Like, I mean, he, but here's the thing, though, like, does, like, for me, I, I, I that's think... That's, like, genius, when you can take an idea that's kind of, like, fucking out there and then make it palatable for everybody, you know? I think that's, like, a form of genius. I think there's, like, plenty of... But Thomas Pynchon's a fucking genius, like, for sure. Hundred David Foster Wallace was a genius, but like these are guys that were never—they're not like Kurt Vonnegut, who probably actually is a genius too. Yeah. But Kurt Vonnegut had the ability to like make it certain, and that's the thing, and that's what's so frustrating, I think, for a lot of fans, and I think for a lot of artists themselves, because it's like mm. here you are—you see this guy that's more popular than you, and everyone's like—and that's like the history of literature. Like if you look back, like if you look at like the most popular writers of like nineteen twenty, mm. like most of them haven't held up. You know, like, like you've never heard of any of them. Yeah. And, like, even, I mean, the famous one is about F. Scott Fitzgerald because he was super famous when he came out, and when he died, he was, like, washed up, and no one cared about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, like, and, like, and that's the problem now with, like, the internet, and I think also with uh, the media and the way we perceive it. People are usually wrong. The masses are usually wrong. And sometimes they're right, though, and that's the best. When it's, like, someone is, like, that good... Like, I mean, like, obviously, like, a Beatles, a Bob Dylan, or whatever, you know what I mean? Even, like, a Kanye to a certain degree, even though I'm not, like... Yeah, yeah. It's cool when someone is that good, mm-hmm. and they are that popular, but it's pretty rare, actually, I think, in the course of, like... Mm-hmm. You know, and certain people, like, like, like I said, like a Thomas Pynchon, like, this, like, I asked Paul Thomas Anderson, I go, what do you hope people gain from this? Because it's, like, a question I always ask. I'm like, what the fuck was this for? Because I think, it, you know, you've obviously made tons of things, and at the end of the... Like, at the end, I'm sure at the end of every project, you're like... What the fuck was the point of that? Like, you know what I mean? You're like, like what? You know, what I mean? like, why did I do that? Like, yeah. you don't even realize it maybe at the time, but you're like looking back after it's done. You're like, why? And he was like, you know, like he starts like going off and this, you know, like this and that, and I hope people like this and the story and that's cool. But he's like, I don't know. I guess in an art school way, I kind of hope they read him. They read Thomas Pynchon, and because well, this that shit is, is so noble. That is noble. No, nah, I think he wanted to make a fun movie, but I think that was ultimately, like, I think, like, w- that was, like, ultimately what he, one of the things that he realized after the fact. Mm-hmm. What he was, like, kind of, like, he wanted to expose something he loved to a broader <coughs> audience. Yeah. But, yo, if I was, like, you know, if I told our listeners, guys, you should read Thomas Pynchon, like, I guarantee, and, like, I don't, like, and why, why I, I fuck with Paul Thomas Anderson so much and why I have the most respect for him is because he'd be, like, there's a book called Gravity's Rainbow that Thomas Pynchon wrote, which is, like, notoriously dense, it's, like, 900 pages like no one it's like one of those books that like everyone pretends that they've read and understood but like no one actually read mm-hmm. and I've never read it because like what I don't care mm-hmm. and uh I probably like I, I might give a fuck. I might I like I will try it at some point in my life but his shit is really fucking hard you have to read it like four times to get it and he goes to me he's like I've never read Gravity is Rainbow he's like I'll get to it like one day but like that shit is too smart for me yeah, yeah, and like yeah. the tightest thing about it was like I was talking of we were talking and uh I think the smartest people are often people that understand... Like, the smartest people are sometimes people that understand their own limitations. And he was, like, telling me about how he was reading other Thomas Pynchon books, and he's like, look, I just went on the Wikipedia to figure out what the fuck was going on half the time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's fucking great. Because, like, I was reading 100, uh, 100 Years of Solitude. Well, you know, that's like... And same thing. Like, I was like, I need... I need, Like, I was trying to be like, no, you're so smart. You can get it. And, like, I'm like, you're not that smart, and you can Every, get it. Everything that's truly genius is really about making things easier. Like, the will was invented... 
to move shit or you know to like you know I I I I'd hope you know what I'm saying like everything like like so if a person shows genius to me when they make something that's complicated like reading the fucking eight nine hundred Thomas a uh, nine hundred page Thomas Pinchon book if they fucking are smart enough to say. I'm gonna get the cliff notes, yeah. and I'm gonna skim through it, and I'm gonna talk to people that read the book. I'm not just gonna sit here and beat myself in the totally. in the head over yeah. the. I'm not gonna try to fucking eat this book and digest it. Well, and you, I know? Think, you know what I, I feel like, and it's like I feel shit can be convoluted and dense, but it's he's not pretentious, so it's kind of cool. So a lot of people didn't like the movie. I, I think the movie's great, but uh, I saw like I saw a bunch of movies. I'm trying to like. I always, I always saw the interview, and I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, the interview? I fucking Redbox. thought the interview sucked. You thought it sucked? I thought just, it sucked. I'm just stupid, then. I love that shit. I, look, I, there is no <laughs> one that loves a dumb comedy more than me. Like, yeah. that is my favorite type of movie. I don't movie. ever get to watch dumb comedies anymore in my fucking life, because I fucking... I don't like anything. Adulthood, made. you know, but... I watched The Neighbors, too. I did not like that one, either. I didn't see that shit. That I, do, I didn't want to see that shit. It was not good. That shit seemed like a, like a, like a <laughs> shitty... It seemed like Home Alone mixed with fucking... Uh, uh, what's that thing, like old thing school. called? It's like old, old school. school. Yeah, like ah, I don't need to. You know, old I, school was great. I, old school was phenomenal. But which, what didn't you like about the interview? Uh, I, I, you know, it starts out good. The, about the first 15, 20 minutes, I, I laughed a few times. Mm. I think they're really. I, you know what? I have the most respect for those guys. Yeah. I, I I think Seth Rogen's a cool guy. I love James Franco. Like, I'm an unapologetic. I, like, forget his writing. Look, James Franco in Spring Breakers is one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. Yeah. James Franco as Riff Raff. Yeah. And uh, it's incredible. And I think they seem like cool dudes. Like, they seem like the kind of guys. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, if they came on the podcast, I'd be fucking stoked. Mm-hmm. And then, they, like, he made super bad. He's all-time good in my book. Yeah. But um, I thought it was really lazy. And just, like, I thought the jokes were racist and homophobic, and like not funny racist which and one, homophobic, like not one, pushing buttons, not subversive. Which, one, which ones were racist? The miso side. That's a pretty racist joke. But see, I, I took that as him being an idiot. So it's really a joke. On he the, knows. It's, it's a well, it's a joke. But on, that's what I'm saying, and I took that as you're the, lazy because you need to think of an American joke. race. No, it's a joke on the American, like the the ignorant American. Kind of like it's not a joke. You know, here's races. here's my thing. It's not a joke. It's a reference, and it needs to be a joke. If yeah. you're a comedian, you need to have a joke. You need to go one level above. You need to satirize that. You need to spoof that. And he wasn't satirizing and spoofing nah, it. He, the whole character was a fucking spoof. His whole you character, know, and you the exoticized Asian female that you're sleeping with. It was every cliche, but like unlike a show. Are like, we talking about James Franco character? Or are you talking about? No, and the James Franco, I, I he wasn't very good in the role. James Franco, I didn't think was very good in the role because I yeah. think he need that character. He's just like, he's not, it's not his strength to be like that, like to that kind of, yeah. it just, there was, I wish, a couple of laughs here and there, but you know, it's interesting, it, it just, those guys have made a lot of bad movies consecutively, and I would really, I, I'm really rooting for them to get it together, I thought yeah. This Is The End was like, again, that was better. I didn't see that. This Is The End, the first 20 minutes I thought are great, and like, I'm Pineapple like. Apple Express was the shit, right? And this was that again gets bad in the last half hour, but it, it was funny for the first forty five minutes. Oh man! They no, but every Your one of their movies. Too high. What, no, what is what else is out there that you can compare it to? Because you're you you are your job is to be critical. No, not for movies. I love movies. But you can't help it, man. I can look, dude. I listen to fucking. I write. I listen to fucking. I children. write shit. I write shit creatively too in my free time. I know, bro. I know. Poems but you're we're fucking and paintings. We're critical. We're about just sailboats. But you um, and you more than more than most. So no, you man. Think... First sign of evolution is hating. <laughs> Whoa. Fucking around. That's but, hard. I might tweet that. Um, but. <laughs> 
look, man, like, you expect more. I expect more from people. You want to know why? Because, like, I, I know that, and, like, it's hard. It is really hard to make a movie. It's really hard to be funny. I totally have respect for those people. It's not like I'm like, I, but that's why I'm like, more than other ones, because I'm like, you know, Seth Rogen, you really are that, like, you're a very talented guy. Like, you didn't make super bad. Like, you guys, like, I, you know what I thought was good? I thought Get Him the Greek was really funny when they made that yeah, one. That was really good. I thought that was really funny. It was really short, though. No comedy should ever be more than 90 minutes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, well, I, saw, I thought Birdman was amazing. I didn't see Birdman. I think Birdman's amazing. That's, that's the one with Michael Keaton? Oh, it's What is that shit out. about? It's pretty, it's, uh, basically Michael Keaton is, uh, like, Michael Keaton. Yeah. And Birdman is Batman. Yeah, yeah, And it's an actor who, like, it's, it's really cool, actually, because it's, like, it kind of, like, lampoons, like, the, uh, the pretensions of art and the delusion of every artist, where it's, like, you know, it's, like, and I'm sure you're the same way, I'm the same way, everybody who wants to do anything creative is the same way, where, like, you start out being, like, I am going to be this pure soul creating wonderful art for the world, and then you get into it, and then you're like, oh my god, this is like, a, like what, what am I gonna do? And then something happens, <coughs> and like in Michael Keaton's case, like he gets Batman, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, because I mean, Michael Keaton's shit was lights out before Batman. Beetlejuice is incredible. Like yeah. he did Mr. Mom shit, Night Shift. He did all these like, funny movies. He did stand up. He's fucking funny. Like yeah. I was watching old Michael Keaton things where he's on Letterman, yeah. and he was just like, the f he's still really funny in Birdman. Yeah. But you know, he makes Batman, and he's kind of then he becomes imprisoned by like. The yeah. bird, you know what I mean? So it's like his hey y'all kind of. Whoa! Um, I heard that song on the radio the other day and I was like, oh god. This shit, they need some Swedish guys to come and do the melodies on this shit. This shit is so normal. <laughs> this shit is normal. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So and it's, then he tries to put on a play, like a Raymond Carver play, and it's revealed that uh, Raymond Carver, the, of the character, like came to see him at a at, when he was a young man in a play and like mm. was like, you have talent, and like that kind of made him like want to kind of pay it forward and mm. do a Raymond Carver play on Broadway. And he's, like, sunk all his money in it, and he's got, like, a wife and, like, girl, a daughter, and, you know, all this shit's going on. But, like, then there's, like, an Ed Norton character who's, like, his kind of foil, yeah. who's another actor, and who's just, like, totally, like, uh, parodies kind of the pretensions of actors and, like, yeah. the, the method actor type. And Michael Keaton has, like, literally the Birdman is falling around at all times. Really? Like, it's, like, an alter ego. It's, like, like flapping on him. It's a weird film. It's, like, magical realism. It's, yeah. like, out there. But, uh, a lot, you know, the ending was controversial. I won't ruin it, because I'm sure a lot of people haven't seen it. But I, I thought the spoilers, ending... Spoilers! Spoilers! No, I thought the joking. ending was super cool, because, um... Like, no, I don't, no, no, don't spoil it. I won't spoil it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, like, I'm not even the biggest fan of magical realism, which is, like, I don't know if you're familiar. It's, like, a, it's like a Latin American kind of form of storytelling, which is it's kind of interesting, because, like, a lot of... Like, Juno Diaz, the writer, kind of one of his theories about it was, like, shit was so fucked up. That, like, magical realism was, like, the only way you could... It, like, made sense, because, like, people would just disappear. Yeah. Like, you know, body... You know what I mean? Just crazy shit would happen. So, like, yeah, of course, magical realism is going to be, like, a mode of storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to uh, leave that detail out. Yeah. And the director was, like, uh, Inaritu, I think is Mexican, and uh, so there is that kind of, like, Latin American magical realism to, like, this American art film, and it's really cool. The camera work is really amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's all shot, like, as though it's one continuous shot, so mm -hmm. it, like, never cuts, and it's just, like, it's kind of... So it's, like, this weird kind of... Ne like hazy dream yeah so it, it, it's it's a cool movie I, I actually really loved it i'm down to see that shit man you you just sold i me. just sold you you sold me bro yeah shots fired i am shots fired goes to the movies i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna pirate that i'm gonna it, pirate it's good it. you should pirate i want to i want to pirate top five i haven't seen that one mm -hmm. which is who is hey, which is like everyone's like this is my who's your top five by the way top five what rappers that's like the premise of it it's like he's like top five rappers oh, i can't well. name five I was in a room, uh, I was in a room with these dudes, it, a young guy, mm -hmm. uh, a dude from the Bay, a Southern guy, and uh, a dude from Seattle, 
and myself and everybody got to their top five and I was like kind of holding mine off my top five is a uh, Jay-Z has to be at my top yeah he has yeah. to sadly um, mine is so boring because that's the problem with the top five you know what this, 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 this sorry I'm sorry I'm interrupting you er, no it's okay but I didn't get to get, finish it yesterday so I want to <laughs> say it. Uh, early Eminem the first two but the, it's so short early Eminem the first two records that shit influenced me much uh, he's, but he's like literally been bad for 15 years terrible like, terrible for 15 years well I mean you know what this is what I can do I w if I can just say like at their peak, you're saying? No, I mean not even. Jay Z through all time. Jay Z has to be. Through I all mean, time. like he has to be. I, dude, still DRE came on the fucking radio today. Jay Z is the type Such of dude. Such good songwriting. Exactly. Jay Z is the type of dude like you fucking like you like you come in you like my life is in shambles. What do I do? And he's like, well, first off, you gotta start working out. For second off, you gotta do totally. this. Da -da -da. He yeah. just lists everything yeah. that you need to fucking get back on your feet. And does his weird laugh. Damn. And then he's like, ha, I'm out. But so, but uh, so like that Eminem era. And then this is the fucked up part, man. I didn't like Pac when I was a kid, but now listen to Pac, amazing, amazing. Yeah, that's how I felt with Pac too. Like yeah. I feel like my esteem for for him has grown. Yeah. But like that's the thing about like here's your problem with your top. Here's the problem with the idea of the top five. Where I was gonna say like, you know what's more interesting to me is who's your number forty five through fifty, because like that's gonna be like all. You know what I mean? It's gonna be like weird, interesting. Your top five look. You can pick all your fucking dumb contrarian choices all you want. Yeah. But Pac is in it. Yeah. Biggie's in it. Jay is in it. Yeah. And then, like, you're probably... It's going to be some combination of, like, Nas. Yeah. Maybe, like, uh... But being someone's going to choose a guy from Wu-Tang. So you're going to be like, who's your but favorite guy from Wu-Tang? But being an L.A. guy... You're going to pick maybe a bloat guy. Like, I got to say, like... Mike and Nine at his peak was probably... Nah, otherwise at his peak. Oh, we're good. All right. Otherwise. So that's an interesting list, then. Yeah. I mean, Eminem would say at his peak. I thought you know, AC alone, like, in the fucking... Uh, AC's... AC? AC in that, uh, like, uh... AC in different times would be Jay-Z. Totally. You know, he could... Yeah. Oh, now, if it's, that's the crazy thing. If AC came out now, he'd be enormous... I mean, for Chance the Rapper, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or he'd, be, or he'd be fucking, you know, or he'd be Kendrick. Yeah. You know? Or Micah would probably be Kendrick. Yeah, can you imagine how big Freestyle Fellowship would be if they came out today? <laughs> <laughs> like, it'd be insane. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, like, yeah, then you're well, like... Let me finish my top yeah, five. Yeah, okay. So after, see, my, 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 my Eminem is fortified, backed up. It's almost like we're playing fucking Magic yeah. the, Gather, the yeah. Gathering. Yeah, You know, or my, we're playing a fucking card game. It's fortified by any time Young Z does good. Young Z, Young Z, Young Z, and E Forty are my the my. Uh, I mean, E Forty is a legitimate top five candidate. Everybody, like, if you, I, like, I, I'm gonna go with my dark horse. I'm gonna say Ghostface. Scarface. Well, and oh, Ghostface. Ghostface, Scarface and Ghostface. Guess what? Anybody says Scarface at any point in time, he's one of those guys that gets pulled in last, like last but yeah. not leastly. Yeah. And everybody's like, that's solid, that's solid. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Andre, not enough. The thing about Scarface is like, really, he has to be, I think, in your top five if you really think about it. Because, okay, you need a southern guy because it's regionally inclusive. But forget that. Scarface may be the best voice ever. Yeah. Top like top two with Biggie, I and, would say. Well, he, him and top Q, two storytelling ever. Oh, Cube, yeah, Cube. Him and Cube are like him and Cube. Cube it depends how old you are. Him and Cube. Cube are the same, same to me. They're totally. Like, except you know, Scarface definitely kept. Scarface his, did has been better low longevity. I'll, I'll say this: for Scarface to be in your top five, and he's kind of an anti-Semite, and you're a Jewish guy. That's true. And that shows that shows 
that you I can forgot see about past, his anti-Semitism. That you can see past it was the dis- bullshit. It was disappointing. You know what, though? Like he's just, I like Axl Rose, and he just, was a racist. He was a racist and an anti-Semite. <laughs> you know what the problem is? Scarface is old, man. That's just an old way of thinking. No one, no, Nobody under 40 thinks like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just not... Yeah. So, know. I mean, so, yeah. So, I mean, you, you can see that. Man. Yeah. That's good, yeah. I... I mean, I don't know. I can't pick five. Andre is somewhere in there. Nas is probably somewhere in there. Aesop Rock is... You know, if you really want to go my favorites, Aesop Rock would be my five favorites. Well, check this out, man. There's there's a fucking list of, like, people who fucking, like, all, like, stylistically fucked my head up. Yeah. And it's... It's it's fucking... uh, Aesop Rock, uh, fucking... uh, Micah 9, uh, E-40... Uh, uh, Ghostface. Yeah. And uh, and now it's like Thug. It's like Young no, Thug. No, totally Young. That, I mean, that right there, stylistically, I mean, that's I, all I needed. I, like. I would have said Kendrick into the last five months, and then you're just like... Nah, mm. but Kendrick's shit is like hella structured. You know, but like... I mean, he, Young Thug is like not operating on like a human wavelength. Oh, he's hyperhuman, actually. That shit is too... It's, I think it's like, like he's like an alien. Like, he's, like, kind of how Wayne was, like, an alien, <laughs> no, where you're, like, totally disconnected from, like, humanity. Like... No, but that's a mirror to humanity, how unpredictable things totally. are. Well, Kendrick's shit is, like... Totally. It's very post-Eminem, very, like... Yeah. Well, Young Thug is post little Wayne, for sure. Oh, definitely post... It's the Wayne school of thing. You know, Wayne is... Kendrick is post-Wayne, too, yeah. Yeah. But more Eminem, I think, now. He used to be, I think, more Wayne. Now he's kind of become... Especially now he's growling and yelling. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, but like, I think fucking Kendrick's like a little bit older and yeah. he's not Southern and everybody had to take a little bit of what Wayne was doing. Everybody yeah, had to. Totally. But fucking, I want to say like, you know, he says DMX is one of his favorites. Like those late nineties rappers. Yeah. You know, like if you're a fucking fan of those, then you're going to have to be structured because there was nothing popping in the late nineties except yeah, for Cameron. That well, Cameron, like but Cameron well, got Cameron real be... weird in mid two thousands. That's yeah, when he got he... real weird. Like post "Come Home with Me," yeah. then can't, when or like when he purpleized. I actually just wrote about diplomatic immunity today, and like and like the diplomats and shit. And I was like, that was like one of the things. Like I think in the mid two thousands, is like those fools. Like they liberate. Like they weren't the first rap weirdos for sure. Like there's obviously tons of rap weirdos, but for a generation, I think those were the first weirdos that they understood. Mm-hmm. And like you know, kids who are like I think now in their early twenties, mm-hmm. and. They liberated, I think, rap. If you, I was comparing them to G Unit, because yeah. I was like, G Unit were like, were, yeah, that's, that's that was like structure. God and Devil shit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. G Unit was like, but see, the thing about G Unit is, it wasn't like even God and Devil. It's like villains that you love to hate versus antiheroes. Mm-hmm. They're not because Dipset were assholes. Yeah. Like they were fucking assholes. They were like yeah. a crew of knuckleheads. Yeah. But like, there was something kind of evil about G Unit. Like there was something ruthlessly efficient. Like G Unit were like <laughs> Germans mm-hmm. and fucking like. They were like the Italians, the fucking mm-hmm. dipset. <laughs> like weird. They're like you're fascist, but no, you're you're still more, Italian. <laughs> I would say they're more like the Japanese in World War Two. They're more like the Japanese. No, they're not like not that. If no one was that efficient, that would be more like an underground rap crew. I feel like you that would be so? more like no. The, I feel like no, the, the the Japanese were very efficient. The Germans, like I mean, that's why it was a big deal when Mussolini got the trans running on time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was like it was a big deal. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, anyways. But, um, uh, I, yeah, I just know Dipset when they when they came out, it brought like all that like underground versus mainstream argument. Yeah. It ended. Kind of collapsed it. And it yeah. was just like no. Well, no, it it was it was like you know how like sometimes like you know sometimes like a war 
like there's like always a battle kind of after the war ends. Yeah. Like the War of eighteen twelve, there was like a battle like after it ended and shit. Yeah. Like a lot. There was like the last. You know what I mean? It was like done after that. Where it's like now underground mainstream. You're like, which is a problem sometimes because it's like, what does the underground stand for? What is the mainstream? You know. But that's fine. Like I'd rather have that be the problem rather <laughs> than fighting over fucking. You know, like a, it's underground versus mainstream is like fighting over religion. You're not gonna, no one's fucking right, yeah, and everyone's yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's a really good way to say it. You're, man, you came back in 2015 being very poetic, brother. I, I've only smoked like three times this week, and oh. it's Thursday. Yeah, <laughs> no, and this, that's I'm just like, no, I'm trying to not smoke every day, just like five days a week, or mm-hmm. you know, try to, I don't know. I um, I just uh, I'm trying to smoke, <laughs> yeah, not like multiple times a day, so. I heard uh, a Sublime song and a Nate Dogg song back-to-back. In Long Beach? Uh, I wasn't in Long Beach, but, you know, recently. And I was like, damn, you know what? I wouldn't mind smoking some weed. Oh, well, you've come to the right place. I mean, I'm not going (laughs) going to. I'd have to be in that setting again, you know? Hear some Sublime and some Nate Dogg. It'd be be on. Um, I was going to say, I feel... Oh, yeah, I wanted to talk to you about... Oh, yeah, I had another thing where I was like, I, we don't need to talk about my Joker and Batman th- thing with Biggie and Tupac. No, we do. Do we? I just thought that, like, I was really high, like, as I just said, I didn't smoke that much weed. Um, it was really high, and I was like, I had, like, the epiphany that it was, like, kind of like Batman was, like, the Joker. Or no, Bat- or Biggie was, like, Batman, and Tupac was, like, the Joker. Yeah. And it kind of stuck with me, and, like, I started, like, thinking of reasons like it, and it wasn't my book and everything, but, yeah. it, but, uh, it like wasn't. Like, Heath, Heath Ledger's Joker, See, right? I, I was thinking about that, but I think it's more the Jack Nicholson Joker, because that was kind of a more of a gleeful, joyous Joker. Yeah, yeah But, like, yeah. still with Scorched Earth, because the Joker's always kind of Scorched Earth. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, because the Heath Ledger Joker is just, like, pure evil, and Tupac was not pure evil. I don't think the Heath Ledger Joker was pure evil. No, I thought he was pure evil. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 dude. He was just a, he was just an agent of chaos. I love that shit. It was less, you know, it was less, less evil and more like, like bad things happened to me, and I was once, in, I was once innocent, and it didn't even come from falling into a vat of acid. Like you know, just like. Yeah, I guess I th- I always thought that Jack Nicholson was so theatrical, oh, whereas yeah. the Heath like you know what I mean, where it's like he was like Bleh! like dancing around, like you know what I mean, like yeah. and like Tupac ultimately is a backup dancer. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, like yeah. he was like a backup dancer that just like became the star. I'll tell you this: break dancers and dancers, period, have energy that I can't really like the far side. I really, I can't kick with them for too long, man. Yeah, they're just intense. Like they're like they're at any moment they're like let's battle. <laughs> like any moment let's compete I just love the idea that dance battles exist like that's such a funny thing to think about like cause like as a writer like there's nothing in like your medium where it's like alright yeah. although they did have that when I was in high school journalism they yeah. had like high school journalism write offs yeah, yeah, yeah. I was never invited though cause I was such a fuck up yeah, yeah, yeah. we were just talking earlier about that's how that's funny how I health... what, what the guy who won most of those where is he he's like doing like nothing yeah, like yeah. and like there was another guy younger than me who actually writes for like times who's a successful writer but uh yeah. Well, I can say this. But most of those people are not writing in any kind of capacity. Dance battles, the same energy that you would use to to break a man's jaw, yeah. they use for a fucking spin. Totally. Move. Or like, yeah. they, like they do the same energy you would, you would use to save your fucking life from being attacked by someone. They use just for fun. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, I mean, freestyle rap battles are like kind of... Uh, 
It's a, I mean, freestyle there's, rap there's battles snarky. make sense, because that's just ultimately talking shit. But when you write a battle, a diss song, that I find... That's actually my biggest problem with all these fucking Twitter beefs now, and, like, Iggy Azalea, and, like... I fucking love a diss song. Even though, like, the concept of it is so stupid, it's like, I don't like you, so you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna write a song and melody about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's a weird concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's like, oh. But in, in a way, it's not, because it's like, you know... What's the best way to get back at an enemy is, like, parody them, satirize them, make a, make a fool of them. And, like, we don't get that anymore. Like, that that sucks. Like, Iggy like, honestly, should just make a fucking... Or not Iggy but Azalea uh, Banks, just fucking make a song about it if you fucking hate her. And, like, people would remember that shit forever. Yeah. Well... People, yeah. I don't know, man. Those songs, those songs are so, like... Listen to any of Eminem's diss songs. Like, oh, those were not that good. A couple of them were all right, but they, they, but at the time you're like, he said this about that guy. Whoa, why is he saying that? I don't know. I, I was talking to somebody earlier uh, who is. I, I mean, I don't think it would matter if I mentioned him by name, but I'm not going to for the sake. Of, but it was like a big music person, mm-hmm. and it's a, like one of the biggest websites in the world, and uh, he'd never heard Easy E song. Versus uh, the diss on Dr. Dre, Ramon the fucking G's. Because, yeah. you, you know, grew up in, like, the Midwest, you know, whatever. So, like, yeah. it wasn't like that was on the radio, like, how I was out here. Yeah. And he was like, and then I, I read your story on it. And I was like, oh, my. It was like, this is so amazing. But he'd never heard it before. And, like, that's so tight. I can't imagine that he's never heard that song. I mean, like, but that was, an un- that was, like, an underground West Coast regional phenomenon. I mean, it was on MTV, but only, like, MTV rap. So, it wasn't like that was top 40. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? It wasn't like you could have... Gangsta Dresta and BG Knockout holding up bats on primetime MTV. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, it was, uh, I don't know. That's amazing to think that, like, Easy is hatred, even though he, from the grave can come back 20 years later and haunt you. Yeah. That is, like, the ultimate kind of thing. But, uh, Definitely. No. I mean, hating on somebody because they're fucking white and they're successful because they just so happen to be white or because they so happen to be black, that's just some weak shit. Well, there's more problematic things, I think, at hand. You know, like, you can pick apart, like, you should be like, I'm a runaway slave master. Like, she said that. What'd like, she say? She said there's a line where she's like, I'm a runaway slave master, or Kendrick's like, I'm a runaway slave, I'm looking for, look out for detox, and she had the line, I'm a, but well, what, she's, what like, she hating on her line? for, she's ultimately hating on her because she hates her, because she's not that good of a rapper, and she's jealous that she's more popular, that yeah. even though she's more talented. But that's what we're coming back to, That's and that was what I was saying, like, that is my point. Isaiah Banks is the better art, because art and commerce are not the same, and they don't have to be, it's fine. But, like, as long as you can make a living off your art, and that's why she shouldn't Quincy be mad. Quincy Jones produced Michael Jackson shit. The most jazzy motherfucker. Yeah, and you know people. And people dude. told Michael Jackson, "Don't use Quincy Jones. He's too jazzy. He can't do that shit." Moral of the story is everyone's wrong. Dude, like, so Seven. don't tell me like that. Like, technical dudes. Fucking Kanye West was a backpacker that fucking yeah. he hung out with Rhymefest. Jay Z used to <laughs> Rhymefest like, wrote him his first hit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so like Jay Z used to rap like hibbity dibbity ribbity bibbity gibbity. Like, like, come on, stop it. Like all that fucking like. Like dudes that are really good at something can't fucking make pop shit, and that that that's bullshit. She just needs to fucking work harder. Cause that's not what fucking Wayne says. Her case is actually an interesting. Like I I will argue that there are hits on her album. It's just that the label did not know how to handle it, and they did not know how to market it to the right audiences. Dude, cause they she actually didn't come up she with the murder dance, bro. She didn't come with the fucking. She didn't come up with the body murder shit. Let's get she a little. She didn't come up with motherfucking t- uh, no type. She didn't come up with I don't fuck with you. She didn't come up with fucking what's another two one two was a big hit. Which one? Two one two. And then she didn't come up with a follow up for it. Album's hard though. 
It's a great album. Yeah. People are liking it though now. Like people are like because of it's a shame actually that she had to talk shit on Hot 97 and start crying for people to actually like listen to her music. Because they're like, oh, I don't like the controversy. It's like, I got news for you. Most of the best artists are problematic in some facet. Because mm-hmm. they're fucking speaking their mind and they have opinions. And, like, that's, you yeah, know, yeah. like, can you and imagine? most athletes, you know, yeah, yeah. Can you imagine if we actually told the truth of what we really thought? Yeah. For the next episode of show. <laughs> um, anyways, but, yeah, so we did this episode because we wanted to do, like, I a long. I can't do that until the divorce is final. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> God. Um, yeah, when we have the Tinder episodes of Shots Fired. Tinder! Um, but, yeah, no, we did this long episode because we wanted to say thanks for your patience and everything and fucking start off the year. And we have The Bug coming up, which is an amazing episode. A a very special two-part Shots Fired. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're done. There's enough of this. We've been talking and talking Mm -hmm. about nothing. Really happy to be in this room talking with you. Um, we, We didn't do this for months I know. Yeah. This is just even though we were just kind of we had some some episodes we were putting out, but this is the first time we've been sat in this room for a long time. Just sat down and talked, mm-hmm. figured out life. Mm-hmm. We don't have a type. <laughs> no, no, dude. That's bad bitches. Song. It's a wise song though. <laughs> I don't have a type. Bad bitches is the only thing that I like. But that is a type, or is it? I mean, that's nah, not really. It's because, not really. Because like you know, let's say you have. Like, there's dudes, I, I got friends that only date, like, totally. light skin chicks. I don't understand that I either, friends, yeah. Like, I only date red bones. I, I only date blonde girls. Like, I have friends, that only, girls. Girls like, I have friends that only date blonde girls. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, what the fuck? But that's the same type of dude that yeah. only buys SUVs or, like, you know. Totally. Like, you know, sometimes you gotta get a fucking sports car. Sometimes you gotta get a you fucking... Get a Maserati. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you might want a fucking minivan one day. Well, minivans are nice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, on that note... This is this is both members of Race Remmerd on shots on a very special shots fired. Spinning every night. <laughs> Push start the whip. Make it come to life. I did not see the guy, but I heard shots fired and I see all the cops flying in.